0: You wanna, you wanna, you wanna hot body, you wanna boot buddy? you wanna Maserati, you better work bitch, you wanna Lamborghini, sit in martinis, look hot in a bikini, you better work bitch everybody this is Florence Brummer. starting with a song that's a little bit different than my usual songs I usually do a Beyonce or do my theme song um, and this time I did Beyonce, I'm sorry I did Britney Spears uh, her song work bitch because that's what I've been doing I'm a mother a grandmother a wife a movie enthusiast a fan of a great deal restaurant lover follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall, in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer since 1999, and throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. This podcast, I'm going to talk about self-care, and I'm also going to give an update. For the first time... In the five years that I've been doing this podcast, I have gone over a month since I have recorded. And I've had a lot going on personally. And it's much of it is regarding my brother who's been sick. So I want to talk about him first, because right now, honestly, he's the most important thing in my life, and what I've been thinking about the most. So in the last five weeks since I've recorded so much has happened with him. He's been in the hospital twice. Um, We found out that his brain cancer is spreading. He started off with a small um, spot that the doctors originally thought, oh, we're just going to zap it. I've heard the doctors say this a million times. We're just going to zap it with radiation. It'll be gone. We're not even that concerned about it. Well, I guess I wish they would have been more concerned about it because the zapping it didn't work with the radiation and it spread really rapidly. Um, He was in the hospital um, and and so much happened. He he couldn't swallow. His esophagus was about the size of a pin, uh, like a pinhole, and he couldn't eat. He has a feeding tube right now. He can eat again, thank God. Like, he didn't eat for two months. He was going insane because of it. And they put in a stent. After they put in the stent and he started to eat, he got C. diff, which is, like, a very, very nasty intestinal virus that people generally get when they're in the hospital, so, you know, like you'll hear people in the hospital, that get like a staph infection. Um, C. diff is another one of those things that people get. So he was so sick. And then his, his walking started to fail because his brain is bleeding and the cancer is pushing on things. So the left side of his body, he really can't feel so he's walking with a walker that's actually getting better, if you can believe it. Uh, he's in physical therapy, and he's getting some strength back. He started radiation in the last couple of days. He's out of the hospital. He has the stent in his throat. He's eating. And it's so sad. Like, he just is enjoying everything um, because he didn't eat for so long. So I brought him – I scrambled some eggs for him yesterday. He still should be eating softer things, and – And he is, but he has such big cravings that he wants to, you know, just have a bunch of tastes and textures. So um, he'll try things. Sometimes they won't work. So yesterday, I just scrambled some really, like, fresh eggs for him. And I'm sure everyone knows this tip. I don't really eat eggs, but, like, the tip to me to scrambled eggs is just to whip them and put them in a pan with melted butter. They become the most delicious scrambled eggs ever. They're perfect. Don't add milk. Don't add anything else. Don't add cheese. Just scramble them. It's very pure. Um, I also made them some pasta and like a homemade peach cobbler. The cobbler I just kind of threw together. I had all this frozen fruit and I was like, I'm sick of this just sitting here. So I made a cobbler and kind of put biscuits on the top. And it was like fine. <laughs> like it wasn't amazing, but it was pretty good. And he just thought it was so good. It was um, it was very cute. So I'm seeing him, you know, it was many hospital visits. I'm going over to his house a bunch. It's just a lot. So um, that's that. But everyone continue to pray for him. Um, he's doing another course of radiation. He'll start chemo when he is stronger. And we're hoping he gets a not terrible reaction to the radiation and the chemo, which he did last time. Like initially, he felt great. And we're like, he's kicking cancer's butt. And then at the end of chemo, that's when he got really sick. So Keep thinking about him. Keep sending prayers. I really appreciate it. He appreciates it. He's in a good mindset right now. Um, very, I, I know this will sound weird, but very kind of happy and content. Like the only, he goes, I'm not, not sweating the small stuff. I'm just worrying about getting better. Worried about spending time with my family. That's it. So I want to give a recap of the last month. So the last time I recorded was May 28th and that's rough for me because honestly this is like a therapy for me. I recap what I've done. I talk about things that I enjoy. I talk about how I keep motivated and it becomes like a therapy like remember Florence this is how you keep things going. Work has been so busy I'm getting all kinds of phone calls, things just all the time, like coming in, people walking in, people calling all the time, sending emails. The emails are out of control. I really need a way to get those handled. Um, on June 3rd, I had a baby shower for my daughter who is due, as I record this, it's the 8th or is it the 9th? the 9th. She's due on the 27th, like less than 20 days. Like we're really getting there. And um, we had a baby shower for her. It was so much fun. People who I hadn't seen in a long time were there. We had it catered by Ike's Sandwiches. I highly recommend that. I think they're Arizona and California mainly. So if you're in those areas, go to Ike's. They have like 90 sandwiches. It's a crazy amount of sandwiches. Everybody was ranting and raving. They just really, really liked it. And then for the desserts, I got butter cakes, B-U-T-T-A cakes. They're tiny bite sized butter cakes. It's perfect because in the past I've gotten cupcakes and a cupcake is like a, you know, it's like a quarter of a cake or like an eighth of a cake. Like it's a big commitment to eat a cupcake. And it seemed like a lot of them were going to waste. A butter cake you can eat in three to four petite bites. My husband is someone who takes big bites, so it's one bite for him. But for a normal person, it's about three to four bites, maybe even five. And they have all sorts of flavors. So I just got a huge variety. They have their original, which is just a regular butter cake um delicious they also have like key lime and strawberry and raspberry and then they have you know more uh like chocolate and caramel you know like more kind of dessert ones I'm always a fan for the more fruity side but I got a a huge variety of these butter cakes so that was a great time and we made it um My daughter was like, I don't want, you know, I don't want storks. I don't want streamers. She's like, I want it to look classy. So we did everything like beige and gold and rose gold. And it was really pretty. We didn't do, like there was nothing that screamed baby shower at all. And I thought it looked really nice. Probably looked more like a wedding or a wedding shower, but it was just what she wanted. And then, the, so the week after that, like, I had everything. Um, my daughter was going to summer camp. The youngest one was going to summer camp for church. So we had a bunch of shopping to do for her. There was a ma- a mandatory meeting for it. She had a pool party with her group. So this was all stuff we had to go to. And then this is the time of year where her dance school has the dance recital, And every year I say this is the bane of my existence. It always falls like on my birthday or around my birthday. It's always like the 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th. And my birthday's the 10th. So it always kind of sucks, you know, that when I want to do something for my birthday, like we have this whole recital thing and she has the rehearsal. And so for about a week, it was constantly driving her around for the stuff for the recital and the stuff for the church camp. And then she actually left on the 11th and I had like four days where it was just like quiet without needing to drive her anywhere. Um, this year, I really took advantage of my birthday perks from different restaurants. So I know I'm complaining about all her stuff, but we did go out a lot during that weekend. And it also was like, okay, I don't have time to cook. So let's go out and do stuff. On Friday, before my birthday it was on my birthday was on a Saturday, we went to P.F. Chang's, I had a free appetizer there. And I had a gift card from something. And so I used that. That was fun. The next morning, we went to First Watch, I had a free breakfast. Uh, that evening we went to Maggiano's. I had a $15 credit and I had all these gift cards that a friend had given me around Christmas time. And at Christmas I had surgery. So I never ended up going to Maggiano's. And then I I got another gift card. So probably like the whole, almost the whole dinner was paid for by gift cards. And we did the, we went and we had a reservation and it took them 15 minutes after the reservation to seat us and my grandsons were like going nuts and so when we sat down i'm like let's order and they had a family style dinner and i said i'm ordering for all of us and the family style dinner was a great value it was 39 dollars a person it came with two salads um two one appetizer or two appetizers and four entrees and desserts i it was like food after food it was my perfect type of dinner because it was a family style italian dinner like it was delicious we had a great time we came home with all this food it was wonderful okay highly recommend that for for groups um, and then through the whole month, I did a bunch of other birthday stuff. I got a nothing Bunt cake. I got, um, let me think what else I got. Oh, my Red Robin burger. Um, there was more. I can't even think of it. My Starbucks on my birthday. Um, and then there was just different things throughout the month that I got that just was really nice. It just felt like sort of a celebration for the whole month. And so my daughter comes back from camp. What's the next thing thing that happens? Now it's Father's Day. My parents' anniversary is the week after Father's Day. So I asked my mom if we could just do Father's Day and their anniversary together. So we had that at my house and I catered from Spinato's, which is an Arizona institution. It's Italian and pizza. Their catering menu was wonderful. We had stuffed mushrooms, a great salad, um, wonderful pizzas, uh, cannolis, um, oh, um, an artichoke, uh, I can't remember what they called it. It was kind of like an artichoke dip, but it wasn't like a spinach artichoke dip. It was like basically just artichokes and it was wonderful. So everybody loved it. It was great. Um, so the next week I'm working and then we we had a trip planned forever which was to go to Coronado from Sunday the 25th to that Friday. And this is we always take a Coronado trip every year to get out of the heat. And we usually go the last week of July, like the week before my daughter starts school well she's starting school number one she's starting school on July 31st like that's ridiculous like at least make it after the first week of August they're starting so early this year and then the week before my other daughter her baby is due so it just was cutting it close and I didn't want to go during the 4th of July and um, I thought okay let's go the week before the 4th of July. It turned out to be great. Usually, my whole family goes, like, both, you know, all of my daughters and my grandkids. And for multiple reasons, that wasn't happening this year. So um, instead, it was just me, my husband, and my youngest daughter. And we are the ones who always used to take the trip, and everyone would, it just started getting bigger, like, as people were having babies. And it was always super fun. Um, but we knew this time we were, it was just going to be the three of us. And I pictured more relaxing, but although it really wasn't as relaxing as I thought it would be. It was fun and we did a bunch of stuff, but it wasn't like, you know, just relaxing. Um, <coughs> sorry. It was just like a very productive type of vacation. Um, it You know, usually on vacation, like I'm on my computer a bunch with doing emails I was so busy that I didn't do that a lot I would go on my phone and kind of clean up my emails to get rid of the garbage or something that I could answer in a sentence or two on my phone so that I could um, you know not go back to a million emails I think in the time that I was gone I got over 1500 emails it was a nightmare in a way but I'm like this should not happen. I had an out of the office message, um, but still emails were coming in like crazy. So in Coronado, we had a great time. Uh, The way there, the ride went great. I drove the whole way there. We checked into the hotel. We had this wonderful view of the city, the bay, the big Coronado bridge. Uh, When we first got there, my, um, husband is like I'm relaxing he laid down and my um, daughter and I went to uh, one thing we did this trip is we tried to go to restaurants that we had never been to before and we went to this Italian restaurant that was by the ferry and it was really good it was gonna be closing so we had to eat in the bar but it was it was fine like I had a really delicious... They called it a minestrone. I would just call it a vegetable soup. I don't think it was a minestrone, but it was still very delicious. Um, we had um, a, a cauliflower appetizer that was like meh, and my daughter had the salmon. So it was kind of like a light meal after being in the car all day, but just perfect. Every morning we had breakfast at the hotel, which was included in the um, which was included. I now that. I've had my credit card with uh, Marriott Bonvoy for so many years and and like almost exclusively stay at those hotels. I get perks and one of them was having breakfast included for no extra cost um, We took the first full day we just went shopping and uh, we went to the movies we saw the movie Elemental um, and the new Pixar movie which was really cute. It wasn't the greatest movie you've ever seen, but I did find it funny and better than I thought it would be. The concept itself didn't look amazing to me, but I really thought it was cute. The only downside was at um, the Coronado Theater, which we always go to. It's a small historic theater. It was playing on, they have a big screen and two small screens, And it played on one of the small screens. And for some reason, it was the movie everyone went to see. I looked at uh, Asteroid City was playing in the big room because it just opened. And like 20 people were seeing it. And then The Flash was playing in one of the other small rooms. And there was like four people in there. So we had to sit in the very front row. And we're like literally up against the screen. But once we got used to it, it ended up being fine, you know. Um. The next day, we did like a whole beach day. We stayed. My husband went golfing a couple times, went and did disc golf because the weather was amazing, amazing. Now, everything is so hot. I think everywhere is so hot. There's like a heat wave across the country. But at that time, Coronado, the high was 70 degrees. It was cooler than when we are usually there. When we had our beach day, I had a jacket on almost the entire time because it was Relatively chilly. We did our beach day at the Dell. We went and shopped. We got tacos, ate them on the beach. And it's so nice because my daughter is 16 and a half. So I can do things like send her to go get the tacos. If one of us has to go to the bathroom, the other one can stay back and watch the stuff. You know, we read and talked and she napped. She can nap. I can never nap. (laughs) She can fall asleep anywhere. But it was great. We walked to the shore. It was wonderful. Uh, The day after that, we went to Sesame Place. And San Diego has, it's a water park amusement park called Sesame Place. It's really close to Coronado. It's in San Diego. It's about a 20-minute car ride. We had an Uber pick us up because I didn't feel like dealing with um, parking, although once we got there, it honestly wasn't a concern. There were barely any people there. We were skipping all the water park stuff. And that's where most people were, I think, who were there. Um, It was cheap. It was, you know, they had like a daily special. So I bought tickets the day of, it was 25% off the tickets, and included uh, your meal. So for less than $100, we got two theme park tickets um, and a meal. Like it was crazy. Like it was crazy cheap. The rides are little. So it's not like anything like amazing Disneyland rides, but there was like a cute roller coaster. We rode it twice in a row. We were in the front There was only two other people on this roller coaster. There was some other small rides that we went on. It was great. Like We had a really good time. The shops were really cute. I bought my brother an Oscar the Grouch t-shirt. He always loved Oscar the Grouch. And uh, it's Oscar, and it says nope underneath it. And he's uh, been wearing it to his doctor's appointments and and wearing it around. so it was, it was so fun. Like, I highly recommend it. At some point when I go back with the rest of my family, I know that they'll really get into the water park and I will sit back and enjoy while they're in the water park. I will get a beach chair and an umbrella and bring my books and they can enjoy the water park. Um, Let's see, what else? Oh, we, um, so that was the third day. Thursday being our last full day. We just kind of did some random things. We um, went to some shops that we had already been to, but wanted to go back and buy things. In the afternoon, we went back to the Dell and just walked the beach one last time. And we did something a little bit different. Instead of walking back towards the Dell and leaving, I said, well, let's cut across the beach and we'll walk over to Orange Avenue and take a different route. The thing I didn't know is that we ended up being, like, very far from Orange Avenue where the bus is. So it was, like, winding through neighborhoods until we got to where we could catch the bus. But it ended up being kind of cool because we saw all these houses that we, like, we were in a neighborhood. And we're usually just on, like, the main strip. So we saw all these houses and and just had, like, a a really good time. That town really gets into the 4th of July. So they had – everyone had flags on their house. Like, it looked really cool. And we were leaving the next day, and we're like, okay, awesome. Like, we're leaving, and um, we will um, miss all the 4th of July Hubbub, but we were glad to. Like, we didn't want the crowds. We were very happy to be there when it was uncrowded. Um, one thing that I for- forgot to mention we did go back to one of the first days that we were there. We went back to one of our favorite restaurants. It's an Italian restaurant that's in an old garage, like an auto mechanic garage. And it has great food. It's run by Italians from Italy who still have the accents. very like good looking people (laughs) delicious food very authentic and we had a, a great meal um so friday we're leaving and and usually what we do is we stay three nights instead we stayed five nights so what was really nice about that was on friday we're like, okay, time to go home. Like we're not trying to squeeze in something else. Cause usually on our, our our regular trip, on that last day that we're leaving, we stay later at the hotel, we go and have lunch, we get on the road, and we're getting on the road like three o'clock. And it's about a six-hour ride home. And if you have a car full of people and babies, you're stopping for bathroom breaks and diaper changes, and your six-hour ride takes seven hours. So we get home really late. So this time we're like, well, we're leaving at 11. Like there's not a reason to stick around. We're anxious to go home. We've had our vacation. Let's hit the road. We hit the road. We're driving home. We're making great time. And we get to the point just where the weather changes. It changes like when you're taking the eight home, There's this area where it basically is like a light switch, where you leave the 70 degree weather and you are in the 105 degree weather, like very instantly. And we got to there. And the problem was, it was stopped traffic. It was down to one lane of traffic for construction. And instead of people just driving 30 miles an hour, it was dead stopped and our car overheated. And at first, my husband thought a a hose blew, and we were pulled over on the side of the road. He had me call roadside assistance, which was out an hour. Of course, now, this is the Friday before 4th of July weekend. And now you start to see all this holiday traffic. And we just had to get, like, over the hump (laughs) to get out of California to, to, like, miss this traffic. And that's where the car trouble started. So he he was able to get the car to cool down. A hose didn't blow. Started driving carefully. We finally got off the road and we were going to wait for the tow truck. He had me call the local repair shop. Oh, we don't know if we'd be able to see you. And he said, you know, if we can just drive, the car will be fine we just can't be stopped he goes i'm thinking we'll drive back to the ten i said well okay but we're going to hit all the traffic getting to the ten and he's like let's let's try it so we start driving and right when and it's going pretty good it's going pretty good and right when we get to riverside dead stop dead stop So we get off, it's overheating again, we go to a gas station, we go to the bathroom, let the car cool down a little bit, and um, we start looking at, uh, you know, doing ways with our phones. And it starts having us, like, drive through, Um, oh, I can't remember the name of the one town. I feel like it was a fruit, like strawberry. It was a small town that had a lot of, um, um, mm, like, nurseries. And so there was a lot of people who were doing the same thing. But we were, like, chugging along. And then the 10 is just – or getting to the 10 is totally backed up. So it starts taking us through Temecula. And it's awful. Like, you can drive, and that was good. But it had you go all the way up this mountain. I was calling it California Chainsaw Massacre because there was, like, old farmhouses that looked just like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and um, you're just driving and driving and driving and then it's awful and you think okay we're past all this and then you drive through more awful like just cliffs and people are zooming past you and zooming towards you and I'm like just sweat is pouring down my back because I cannot wait to get out of this and we weren't really running the air. We were trying to not to run the air. Finally, I said, "Can we run the air? I can't take this anymore." And we end up in um, uh, just east of Palm Springs, and we fi- and then the you can tell the cars like the air is blowing hot because there's all these lights and there's all this traffic. We finally, finally, finally get to the ten, and then it is okay. You know, um, but at that point, we still have four hours to go. So we drove home. We got home super late, like after 9 p.m. It took us, so our six-hour drive, the re- whole reason we go to Coronado, because it's a smidge less than six hours, took close to 12 hours. I couldn't believe it that I was ever going to get home. Like when we pulled in the driveway, I couldn't believe it. So it was a a shit way to end a vacation. (laughs) Like, you know, you just have this really nice time, and then it sucks. And I know it's like, I I hate to complain, like, oh, my life is so hard. Like, we had water, and we had snacks, and we were able to stop and go to the bathroom. And my husband stopped. He wanted to get Burger King. I actually didn't eat any of it. But, you know, we could stop and get food and all of that. And we made it home. Um, But still, it was awful, you know, just awful. So that weekend, I always call it, (laughs) so I have two phrases that I use at the end of a vacation. One is party's over, which is when we get to the end of a vacation, um, party is over. And there's always something that negative happens, like the flight is late or something this time it was, it took double the time to get home. And my daughter said, this was the worst parties over ever. And I said, yeah, it really was. It was bad. Um, And then the other thing I say after a vacation is time to pay the piper, which it means that when I go to work, it is so much, it's so much to get caught up after work. Like even as I'm thinking about it, It starts to make my head hurt. So for, and the bad timing about this trip was it also came at the end of the month, which was billing. So that weekend I had to do, I went into the office for a few hours. I had to do billing, catch up on email, go through the mail, go through all the documents that my staff had left to me just took forever so I did a couple hours at the office on Saturday I came home and anytime I had a few free minutes I would log into my laptop and start working on emails just going through them going through them like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails and um, Sunday same thing I went to the office for a few hours did the same thing on Monday July 3rd I had even though for tons of people. It ended up being a day off. It was a day in the office for me. I had meetings. Um, I did get stood up on some of the meetings. And I also um, had a court hearing that got vacated five minutes before the hearing. But it was a full workday just, you know, working like crazy. I had a couple dozen messages to return. The sort of nice thing about it was a lot of people were off. So a lot of times I got voicemail and I'm like, okay, checked off. I left a message. Time to move on. I noticed that in the afternoon, it really picked up. And I think what was happening was that a lot of people were off. So they were trying to get things done, but they were doing it later in the day. They weren't, like, getting up, you know, at 8 or 9 and, like, hey, I'm going to get stuff done. They were like, oh, let me get stuff done before the 4th of July. Um, So it was a long day. And then that evening I had people over for the fireworks, which I do every year. And it was a big group of people. And the nice thing was my brother actually came. He sat in his wheelchair, we wheeled him outside, watched the fireworks, he ate. It was nice. And for, um, I said, for the third, I go, I'm not cooking. Um, I've had a super busy day. So we ordered pizza. Um, um, A guest brought a salad, I think I put out I put out things like chips. (laughs) Um, I put out a variety of chips. I was calling it chip salad, which I picked up from a TV show, and it was nice. I just put it in in my um, my, uh, tray that has all the different compartments where I'll usually do like a hummus and veggies. I did a different chip in each one and made a very, very easy French onion dip and put that in the middle. And it was great. We had a great party. Um, so that was the third. So on the fourth, I stay home and everyone came over at two o'clock for a pool party. So this time I had it catered by Firehouse Subs. So I ordered them online. They had catering boxes. And I'll have to say this, you know, we've been doing a lot of this, um, finding different places that will cater to make it easier for me when I have Uh, people over this was one of the least enjoyable ones like it was fine but it sort of was like a grocery store sub and firehouse is known for their hot subs which is what I thought we were getting but they just did cold subs and they just did them um no you know mustard no mayo like nothing no avocado it was very very plain but it was fine you know it was it was nice enough But I don't know if I'll do that again with them. It was sort of expensive. It was on the more expensive side, like way more expensive than like Jimmy John's, which we enjoy a hundred times more. So that was nice. So that was the fourth. And then the fifth, fifth, sixth, and seventh, just three total work days, working like crazy, working late, trying to stay up to date on emails, just nuts. And I'm leaving July 14th for a few days to take my daughter to um, LA just to do like, I'm going to go do some stuff for the film vault and I'm executive producing a documentary and I'm going to go visit the set just so I can be more involved. This is sort of my, um, it's not anything where I will make money, but I am just really putting in time to understand the process and as part of it I get to executive produce Um, if you are interested in getting in on something like this there is a website it's called loadedforbeardoc.com and you can contribute any amount of money It will help this production. A dollar, five dollars, like whatever you think. If you contribute more, there's different tiers where you can get um, perks. And one of the perks that I've been doing is a Friday producers meeting. And it's a nice way to end the week. I get on the Zoom call. I am, because I am not the filmmaker and really just... Learning about everything, I don't have anything to do. You know, I'm not like contributing to the Zoom call. I'm just basically listening and learning and expanding my interests in filmmaking. So, this is my little thing which kind of segues me into the um, topic, which is prioritizing yourself. So not only you have to do this, and I have to remind myself this on a daily basis, because if you are not prioritizing yourself, it is bad for your business, it is bad for your clients, it's bad for you. And so I have just some basic tips for taking care of yourself. You have to reduce your stress, number one, like number one. (laughs) And I will tell you, I'm not good at this. I have been um, just having like horrible back pain. My hips are so tight. So what can I do to make this better? I finally started doing um, some yoga again. I have a hard time with yoga because I want to get up and like run around in a circle, but um, it's good for me for like pain management when. Here is one of the most luckiest things in the world. Before we got on the road for um, coming back, you know, on our awful 12 hour trip coming back to Arizona from Coronado, my daughter and I went and did a yoga class. It was called Happy Back or something like that. So it was all floor work, it was all stretching. It was wonderful and I had been in so much pain the whole trip because for some reason the beds at the hotel were messing me up. They were too hard. They were were so uncomfortable and we were at a Marriott and every morning I would get up and just be bent over for a while. It sucked (laughs) and so we went to this yoga class and it really stretched me out. And at some points, I could feel my back was starting to spasm and I would breathe through it. Like I was tied in a knot. So like, thank God for that class. Because if I would have went home in all that pain and been in the car for 12 hours, I probably just would have been like screaming in agony. So since I got home, I've just been going on YouTube and doing 15 minutes of restorative yoga here and there getting up in the morning kind of stretching out mornings are my worst time when i get out of bed it's terrible another thing i did is i bought a new bed pad which just puts a lot of cushion on the bed and um it and uh, the first couple nights that i slept in it i felt so amazing and now i'm starting to go back to my like regular pain level which kind of sucks but I know that it really is like cushioning me better. I try to be really mindful about my work. I'm forever making a list. I am forever, I have so many lists. Like when I am at the office, I have a, a, I bought a new notepad in, um, um, in San Diego at this little French shop. It's on the most beautiful paper, but at the top it says, fuck it. But the U in fuck is uh, the little uh, star sign. So it's just cute, and I will take that pad. I have it next to my mouse, and when I need to remember something that, like, takes longer than five minutes, like, for instance, um, I need to you know, go through a document someone sent me, but I don't have time like right that second, because I'm going into a meeting, I'll write it on the pad. And so I'll have like, you know, six or seven things that I need to do throughout the day. And um, just take care of it. I always have like kind of a master list of like, here's like the projects that you're working on, like, you're working on a brief, you're working on a demand letter. And those are, you know, when I can get to it, I will say with like a I'm feeling a lot of accomplishment right now because I had, I have two briefs that are due July 12th and, um, and a lot of this is delegation, but one was a huge transcript and I read it, read a lot of it when I was in Coronado As much as I could, you know, I was finding it very difficult to work just because I was with uh, my daughter a lot. It wasn't, you know, sometimes I'll take like a trip with like, um, like I'll go on to a conference and um, during lunch hours and in the evening, in the morning while I'm having coffee, like I'm taking out that transcript. When you have your kid with you, like not as easy to do, but I actually did. I brought a whole transcript to the, to the beach. I wrote notes on my phone and then later transmitted those to my laptop. So I got through quite a bit. But it was when I got back that I just really started working on this transcript. And then I had a brief with a smaller um, transcript. So I read through it, issue spotted. And then um, I wrote the big brief, and then turned over the big brief to my associate to finish it up, clean it up. And then the little brief basically told her what I envisioned for it so she can um, write it up. So it's just being very mindful about work and my health and everything. I went, oh, here's another thing about mindfulness. Go to your doctor's appointments. On July 3rd at 8.15 in the morning, I had a doctor's appointment. I've had it for scheduled for six months. It was my after. Surgery, doctor's appointment, follow up. The doctor had told me I could cancel it if I wanted to, if I felt I didn't need it. And I thought to myself, I was very tempted to cancel it. And I thought, I'm going. I have some things where honestly I need some maintenance. I needed a blood test. I'm feeling really not run down so much, but just tired. You know, after a full night of sleep, I'm not feeling my best. So I wanted to get everything in my blood tested. So that's one thing. Um, And I sometimes have problems with my ears, so I wanted those looked at. I got that taken care of. Um, I had something, a third thing that was really giving me a problem. Oh, I needed a referral to to the orthopedic surgeon again because my hip is flaring up and it's time to have it looked at again. Another thing to do is regular exercise. I am signed up with CycleBar. I've been taking Cycle Bar classes for almost two years. And I do an eight per month plan. I find, okay, so it's eight classes. There are three to four, sometimes more, classes per day. Over 30 to 31 days, I will tell you, Sometimes by the end of the month, I am trying to get in all the classes and they'll carry over for a little bit. Like they'll carry over and then they expire and they drop off. But my goal is I am going to do those eight classes in that period. It means about a class like one every three to four days. This should be very easy to do. It is not I was squeezing them in, like squeezing them in to like get them done at the end of this month, my renewal days on the 9th. So I had to do two classes um, very close to the 8th to get them done. Some of it was due to the, you know, the um, travel because I was wasn't in the state for five days, six days. But a lot is just It's hard to get in, you know, and my daughter's not in school right now. So it opened up another class time for me. So sometimes I'll go at six in the morning or nine in the morning. And even that's hard. Like, why is this so hard? But it is something that because it's like a goal for me, you have eight classes to do in a 30 day period that it helps me in prioritizing that. I usually supplement it with like walks, but I'll tell you that has not been happening. It is 115 degrees here. So (laughs) hopefully, soon I can start taking walks again. Another thing is to eat healthy, at least somewhat healthy. I'm not the greatest about it. If I want a piece of chocolate, I'm going to have some chocolate. If I want biscotti with my coffee, I'm going to have that. But what I do a lot is just cook with veggies. So what I'll do is I'll go into the produce section and I'll buy a ton of veggies. There's some that I always like to have on hand because they're super versatile. Spinach, tomatoes, mushrooms, onions. Those are the four must. And then I can supplement with whatever I'm feeling. Um, My daughter always likes to have potatoes. I'm not a big potato cooker I found, um, but that might be one that I supplement with. Um, brussels sprouts squash a lot like whatever's in season um artichokes sometimes I'll do just sometimes you know the the other stuff I'll look at what's on sale and then get those and do multiple things with it I like to have tofu on hand because it's easy to do a tofu scramble um pastas because I can throw all these vegetables into the pasta I've been doing a lot of just doing a pasta um, sauce that is like a veggie sauce so it's like vegetable broth water from the pasta which is a miracle ingredient it just you know extends the sauce thickens it up gives it a good flavor it's such a weird thing but it really does work So um, uh, lots of salads like this time of year, lots of salads on um, July Fourth, when everyone came over, I made a bean salad. So I like to have lots of beans, because I can make my own hummus, I can make bean salad, I can make jelly. So um, I can throw the uh, beans into regular salads. And then I like to do lots of salads, I like to do a tomato salad, I like to do a pasta salad, just regular salad. All of this is Go to stuff during the summer. Another thing is see your family and friends. So, obviously, you can tell from my story over the last month, I've been seeing family and friends a lot. You only have so much time on this earth. And with my brother being sick, I want to see him. You know, when um, before he was sick and he was busy, like he was working out daily, he was busy with his kids, there would be like, weeks where we wouldn't see each other. And now we're seeing each other many times a week, because I'm going over there and seeing them, I was seeing them in the hospital. So that's very important to me right now. I had lunch with a friend this week. That's important to me. It's so easy to like cancel and go, okay, I will um, see in a month because I'm too busy. But I made sure it happened. We set the lunch probably a month ago. Like that's sometimes like to have lunch with a friend. It gets set out like a month or two. I have lunch with a friend in August. We set that date in May. And that's just sometimes how it happens. So um, I had lunch with her. And I'm like, okay, I'm super busy. And I so I worked... <laughs> work stuff around it I left for the lunch two hours early so I could stop at the court and take care of some stuff that I needed to take care of so that was done and for like the first time in forever it actually went smooth at court so I was done with like a little bit of time I was actually able to run to Whole Foods and pick up some of our our favorite treats um, you know with my brother being sick I feel like I'm the surrogate for him. So for his kids and grandkids, because he can't cook and host, you know, his kids are at my house quite a bit. And and they have kids, so they're all over. So these family get-togethers have become so important to us. Also, take care of your spiritual or mental side. I've often thought about whether therapy could help me. I've tried a life coach before. I'll be honest, for me, I didn't feel like that was more effective. Here's where I really, for me, really had the most effectiveness, and that was church. Every time I went to church, I felt refreshed. I felt like I was taking care of myself. I felt in touch with something that wasn't work. Here's the problem I've been having. I have not been to church since Easter. And this all started with COVID because there was no in-person church. So I started doing it online. And I, for years, was right on top of it when it was time for church, I went and sat with my laptop. Now I'm not even doing that. I've gone and, um, and now church is in person. And every week I'm like, I'm going to go to church. I don't, I don't make it. I don't make it. And I'm not even making the, um, the, the sermons anymore. Instead, I went back, um, during the last month and I caught up on a bunch of sermons, which really was great. But, It's not the same. It's where I have to go at a certain time, a certain day of the week, and do that refresh and get inside, get in touch with my spiritual self. And I haven't been doing that. And that's something I really, really need to do. Everything I'm talking about is not a luxury. These are critical because I'll tell you what happens to me when I am not taking care of myself. I get headaches. I have horrible back pain, hip pain. Um, I feel resentful. So I need to take care of myself. Even there's like little basic things that I'll do like read books on like self-care and time management. I've barely had time for reading. Reading to me is self-care I pick up a book, I read three pages, and then that's it. I have to run out the door. I have to take care of whatever. So it's, it's really been difficult. I have a ton of movie recommendations for you. I know I've been talking for about an hour, but let me get through them really quick. I have been able to get to the movies occasionally because what's been happening is that, so my daughter is very pregnant right now, and I'm just trying to get her through it, and so on fridays her son is with his father and um till saturday at four so we'll do lots of different things together but a very easy one is going to the movies it's cool inside it's dark inside it's just nice and and you know she's a million degrees because she's pregnant so we're just you know been able to see a lot of movies I told you about Elemental. I was able to see that in Coronado. I do recommend it. I think you will like it. And then I have some that I've seen. um, You know, seeing movies at home has become very difficult for me. I can't tell you the number of movies that we have put on and have not finished just because the kids are running around. It's time to make dinner. It's just all so busy all the time. But when we were in Coronado, we actually watched a couple movies together on Netflix. One was Funny People. It's a Judd Apatow movie from about 10 years ago, maybe even longer. It's with Adam Sandler. He's an actor who finds out he has a terminal illness. And he becomes friends with an aspiring comic by the name of Seth Rogen. So much good stuff in this movie. Like really, really good jokes tons of people are in this movie um my only complaint was this is a judge apatow movie so it is approximately 30 to 40 minutes too long every Jud apatow movie is like this to me if he did two hour movies i think people would just be raving about his movies and they do but they get a little long-winded And um, so that's something where I think um, I can take a hint from, (laughs) like in my own writing, is to self-edit. But lots and lots of good stuff in this movie. So I do recommend it. It's something that was not really on my radar, and it came across on Netflix, and I thought, Okay, I've kind of heard of this movie, but I've never watched it. Let's try it. And within 10 minutes, we were totally captivated and laughing and then finished it. But like I said, it was just the 30 to 40 minutes too long. We also watched a movie called The King of Comedy, which is a Scorsese movie from 1982. The movie The Joker has stolen everything from this movie, The King of Comedy. You know, people raved about the Joker. And I I liked it. it. You know, in terms of, was it like one of my favorite depictions ever? No, like I thought it was fine. And I did enjoy it quite a bit. I was floored when I saw The King of Comedy and realized it was almost the same exact movie. So this is, you know, 40 years before the joker um if you've seen the joker and if you liked it or not liked it i recommend going back to the king of comedy it it has so many similarities it's crazy it's almost beyond an homage to the joker uh, or to the king of comedy it the movie the joker would not exist without the movie the king of comedy Um, also I saw Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Such a good movie. Oh my God, was this movie good. I did see it with a two-year-old. So at first he was really into it, but it became a little bit too long for him. We had some embarrassing moments where we had to run him out of the theater because he just started yelling and talking over the movie. Um, but a lot of it he was into, and it's really good. So when I can actually sit down and watch it in a more meaningful way, I'm very excited. But if you like Spider-Man, there are some fun things in this movie. I also saw a premiere of The Flash. I saw it a couple days before it came out. I really liked it. Um, embarrassingly, I saw it at an AARP um, premiere i guess they have movies for people who are in ARP. i am because i'm over 50 and uh, we had um, a good time my husband didn't really like it he loves the flash tv show so he didn't like ezra miller he really is um meshed into the TV show so he was like a little bit disgruntled he actually went to sleep I enjoyed it I've talked to a lot of people afterwards who really liked it my daughter saw it later she liked it and I, I'm sort of excited to see it again they had some really fun surprises like really fun and I know sometimes I feel like okay there's these movies where they're showing you things that you've seen before or characters that you've seen before and it is meant to just kind of like pull at your memories and I'm a sucker for it I really am um let me see what else I saw you know what let me start with one that I really didn't like I saw the boogeyman it had some really good moments in it it had a dumb ending it was like here's the ending of every horror movie ever and this is how we're going to end the boogeyman Um, But it did have like some scary moments. It was a a fun movie to get out of the house and and see and not very long. Now, two movies I really liked in the horror genre was The Blackening. Let me start with The Blackening. Oh, my gosh, was this movie funny. It's a little bit like Scream and uh, Get Out. Um, maybe a little bit of Cabin in the Woods. So it had flavors of movies, but was really fun. And um, it is a cast of um, uh, all friends that went to college together. Um, They're black, and so they find this game that's in the house that's super racist, and they start playing it, and, like, all this stuff happens. There's really good jokes. Like the cast was really good. Nobody I think that I recognize from anywhere else. But I bet they start popping up everywhere because they were really good, really enjoyable, really funny. A movie that I really, really liked. I want to go back and watch it again because I think there's some good one-liners that I'd like to incorporate into my life. Yesterday, I went in uh, Insidious, The Red Door. So this is part four in Insidious. I like the Insidious movies. I really like um, part one. And then part two has some really fun features. Part three I didn't like. I will tell you for me, one of the negative sides of Insidious is the Lin Shay psychic character. Um, She's fine in small doses. And in part three, like she is the... Like, it's just a movie about her. Um, I like the family in Insidious. Everybody's all grown up. The two boys who were – the two little boys that were in the Insidious movies are back to play themselves, which I find, to me, doesn't happen very often. They usually recast. But it's the same kids. They were really good. Uh, funny. You know, this movie was more funny than the other Insidious Uh, They introduce a new character. A lot of it takes place on a college campus. Um, They bring in the Insidious story. They keep the lore. So it's definitely a sequel. They don't try to do anything different. But then they do, like, something I really loved about Insidious 2, they did in this one. And it was really fun. Like, it had some uh, moments that were Really tense and very scary. So I love a movie that tries to scare me and is as good at it. It may it may be the most scary of the Insidious. Um, I usually like the Insidious just for the plots and maybe they weren't that scary except for moments here and there. This one I think upped the scare factor, which I enjoyed. We saw it in a really fun way. We went to a Saturday, ten fifteen a.m. screening. It's opening weekend, so it was on a huge screen. There were two other people in the theater. They sat on one side of the theater. We sat on the other. It was my daughter and I. Like, what a fun viewing experience. We really, really, really had a good time. Okay, those are my movie reviews. There's a lot of fun movies out this summer. I hope you enjoy. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette, Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. Facebook under my name. Um, I also have a law office Facebook. My website is BrummerLaw.com. Thank you so much. Oh, and you can find my podcast on Patreon as well. Thanks. Um again. I'm hopeful to get back to recording every two weeks. And um, I'm excited to keep talking with you. Thanks so much. Bye bye. You wanna fancy in a big